sorry for the dog whining. <laughs> she just wants to be included. Hello and welcome to We Made You a Song, the podcast by the Steel Wheels and presenting partner WMRA. We Made You a Song is presented to you by Old Hill Cider, located in Timberville, Virginia. My name is Trent Wagler. I play music in the band The Steel Wheels. I write a lot of the songs. And this podcast goes deep into a song that was based on a real person's story. And all of these songs for season two are found and located on an album called Everyone a Song, Volume 2, by The Steel Wheels, released November 5th, 2021. This week... We have a song called Adventures of Grace and Henry. I know I, I like to say that these aren't songs about the pandemic, and most of them are not. Some of them are not at all. But this one was sent to us, or the request was from a grandmother who wanted a chance to connect with her grandchildren, but the pandemic had other plans. Here's Mary. So I saw Henry um, on, the, on March 3rd, and I saw Henry on March 9th, and I think the next time I saw Henry was in July. Any of them wow. was in July. I'm pretty sure that's right. And so I think I reached out. It was probably June when I reached out. Um, and, and I do understand that there are grandparents who don't see their grandchildren for a year because they live in a different country or time zone. But I could see their house. <laughs> They're right here. Oh, um, right. yeah. So it, when, when, when I first reached out, I hadn't, I hadn't had my hands on any of the four of them for a long time. I read somewhere that if you have more than one kid, you have to think about how the names sound together. And and so I was like, so it'll be Grayson something. And then I somewhere else, I mean, all of my best stuff is stolen. Someone I read, someone said, when we were picking the name of our second child, we did the adventures of first child and second child. And I, I threw that out to them at the time. I mean, just as I thought that was pretty funny. And so, um, in fact, when, when Henry was born, I had a went out on Etsy and got a little, you know, box painted that says the adventures of Grace and Henry. I'm, I'm super close to my uh, younger brother. I mean, a, a lot of my adventures were, were done with my brother in tow or being towed by my brother. I legit think there will be adventures. There are already adventures of Grace and Henry. Yeah, there's certainly adventures, none of which we planned, but are uh, or coming out the way we planned, but certainly still fun. So they all live very close together, but they couldn't see each other. Um, the other aspect of this is that... Grace and Henry. Henry was born right before the pandemic happened. Here are Grace and Henry's parents, Elliot and Kate. It was an amazing shift from going from February 2020 and kind of understanding that something was coming, that we could you could feel that this was not okay, but it hadn't quite hit yet. So Henry was born on the 3rd, and by the 13th of that month uh, of third of March, they weren't allowing guests at the hospital. So uh, just feeling really grateful at, that we kind of got out of the hospital, home safe, everybody healthy, and were able to start sheltering in place with our new family. And 
So, and then trying to find the joy of in that little bubble of being outside, teaching our older daughter Grace to stay away from people, but also that we needed to connect, so... I'll also just say that in terms of having him, um, to Elliot's point, it was really joyous at first. Every family member got to meet him, um, but because we knew so little, it was literally the four of us in these walls, and so that was really hard. Um, but we tried to make the best of it in many ways. And one of them I saw, um, one of the benefits of social media is there was this kind of phenomenon of people cutting out hearts in um, rainbow colors and then taping them to their windows with the idea that it would bring joy and happiness for all these people who felt so divided um, to kind of bring them together in this unique way where we were safe and we were separated but we were um, still bringing joy. So that was a big one. Um, our daughter, this is one that's not in the song, but that was really um, crucial, I think, to her like quarantine experience was um, she was given in the hospital a frozen dress that we said was from Henry. And so like almost all of the pictures from that time, she's in this little Elsa dress. <laughs> And in every adventure there's a front row seat Where I'm gonna write it in the scripture of grace and Henry So I think what I loved about this whole story and what it got me thinking about in some ways was for all of us, how are we uh, moving forward? How are we writing our own story of recent history, you know, um, and I think it's particularly something we reflect on when we see young children. They're starting their lives or starting school for the very first time in during the pandemic. Um, how does that affect them? What does that What does that mean for their life going on? We probably won't know for for years, if not you know decades, how this has affected all of us. Um, how has it printed itself on us? There's some kind of cultural permission to talk about joy and rainbows and hope itself when we have young children around that as we grow older if we're not careful we can completely lose but during the pandemic this family was also making a significant transition in how they approached together some of these big questions of hope and struggle Elliot and Kate decided to convert to Judaism as a family. I asked them about this decision and transition. Um, I was raised Catholic. She, uh, she was raised Episcopalian and um, just going through life, trying to decide what, we, what faith and community we wanted to raise our children in. And um, uh, actually a good friend of ours died and it was... Uh, that moment that we were like, how do we explain heaven and hell, afterlife, morality, all these things that, because um, it's really upsetting when a friend dies and your kids can see that. And being able to uh, find the faith that we found most best matched our inherent beliefs about the world because we wanted a, a common language to talk about really hard problems and uh, an understanding of a moral framework that basically Kate and I could have, 
could talk to Grace and Henry about. And um, f first, that goal is absolutely accomplished. We've had a lot of hard things to talk about and a lot of um, taking care of neighbors and doing what's right for the community and being their own little superheroes. Um, and that gives us a really, uh, really nice framework to discuss morality with, with our kids in, in a way that we can both relate to. And I will say just going back to 2020, um, having that community, it was predominantly, um, so synagogue is Friday night Shabbat services and we would join that virtually. And of course, we're, we're starting this conversion process. We had gone to um, an introduction to Judaism class that we actually finished online. It started in person, finished online. And in that process, we met two other couples. And so a part of what really helped us through the pandemic was having um, like dates with them virtually where we would talk about our conversion, we would talk about our life. One of them had a baby that's Henry's age, um, almost exactly, and it was just this lifeline into feeling more like we were going to be okay because we had this additional community around us. I do think this is interesting because, you know, religion is here for us to try to make sense of the mysteries around us, try to make sense of the world. It's a way of sort of organizing and structuring the world. Kate and Elliot saw that and, and said, we need to make sure we have that for our kids. We want them to have some sort of moral framework to uh, make decisions from. And I find that really, I mean, man, very wise on their part. But also it's just fascinating because it does feel like, I mean from the hurricanes to the fires out west to the pandemic it's like if you've ever thought about things in biblical proportions uh these last couple years are really right there so um so that was the starting place for the song abraham's children from all time they know about struggle and a worried mind but when I see your face, I gotta hold you tight I know I've gotta let go every day of my life This week, uh, we're going to talk to Eric primarily from the band. Hey, Eric. Um, let's get to know Grace and Henry. I didn't know uh, who Grace and Henry are. Uh, so, yeah, well, this is one that we were just kind of picking up on clues and some of the imagery that you painted with the lyrics. And so... Um, you know, the, I love the, the biblical imagery to kind of give it this um, gravitas and, uh, you know, even, the, yeah, the, the, I think the, the title is great because, you know, adventures, uh, it gives it automatically, you know, we're, we're doing something epic here, right? Um, but then mixed in there is some of the, you know, you can tell it's, we're dealing with some just day-to-day -day stuff, right? And stuff that maybe we all do and we all uh, struggle with and so yeah it, uh, I think a, a number of the songs that we've been commissioned to do have been writing people's story and and making them uh, song you know song worthy right when it's like something that's common to a lot of people so maybe that's maybe that's take reading too much into it already but just from a production standpoint um, I think we automatically we went to sort of this acoustic 
sound from the from the get-go that was just sort of the gut re- reaction to what the uh the structure of the song and the melody was and so you get some great uh, acoustic guitar tones the mandolin um and that's something we've always um tried to do is get like really you know high quality instruments and just let them shine to what they are um and so that I think lends to this sort of this authentic kind of feel to the song. Yeah, this was a song where I think it was really nice to sort of go back in a certain sense to what we start, where we started from and keep things pretty acoustic and it felt good. Yeah, and yet I couldn't help myself. I did add a few extra strings <laughs> parts in there. Uh, yeah. The ending has sort of like a, it brings it out of sort of that earthy element. And I, and I think, the you know, the parts that... Um, the rainbows in the window part, I, you know, I wanted that to be kind of dreamy. And so it's great that we got some, you know, the falsetto harmonies in there with Jay coming in. Uh, and then the strings add sort of this ethereal quality that, yeah. that plays against some of those real natural uh, tones. Right. Well, and we've also like gone through different kind of phases of um, how we approach our recorded songs in that sometimes we want to be able to exactly re- recreate it live right where um we want to be able to uh and whether that's you know that we've made a live recording or that you know we are uh arranging the songs in such a way that we can go out and deliver that song exactly as recorded on stage uh there's some value to that and you know we may do some recordings in the future where that's the goal we record it live or we're you know we're arranging things that we can exactly reproduce live and this is not that it's a different process it's um it's and it's freed us to yeah to add some of those different elements um without thinking first and foremost how are we going to do this live mm-hmm. yeah no that's true it also makes me think of how we approach recordings themselves uh i know that we didn't write this song thinking about it being on a record but when we put this album together we do think in terms of a record even if that's kind of a relic of the past in some ways, but the cool thing about a vinyl record is that there are two beginnings and endings. There's the side A and the side B, and much like two sets on a stage or making a set list, there's an importance to thinking about the flow and the way each song is placed on that record. You know, none of it is random. Records also don't exactly have a shuffle feature (laughs) where you can listen to the songs out of order. So we put a lot of thought into it. And and although we've talked a lot on We Made You a Song and about this Everyone a Song project about how our sound has changed and how we want to take all these chances, I love this this song is the end of side A on the record. And I love how it it finishes that side of the album with this calming and hopeful line of rainbows in the window won't fade away. Oh, the rainbows in the window won't fade away. Rainbows in the window won't fade away. Show me little road, can you light my day? Rainbows in the window don't fade away. A little side note. If you heard in some of the interviews a little dog whining in the background, that's... That's the family dog, Rhodes, or Rhodey, as he's known. And uh, in our correspondence, Elliot and Kate had requested that not only Grace and Henry have a place in the song, but that Rhodey 
make it into the song. So when you listen to the chorus, there's a little place for Rhodey. It supports us as parents in having these discussions. I'm sorry well, for you, the... Sorry for the dog whining. <laughs> Rose wants to be yeah. <laughs> She just wants to be included. Uh, Kate had a chance to talk just for a moment with Grace to see what she thought of the song. So, Grace, what does it mean to have a song written about you and Henry and Rhody? Um, it's fun because every time when I always play with them, every step of the way, and all the life of Rhody and Henry are my friends, and and they and always when I sing the song, every time when the song goes on, I sing along and and it makes me dream about my friends at school. Very cool. Good job. And here's the final version of Adventures of Grace and Henry. When you were born, the world shut down. Everybody took a little time to come around Sang you a song before we knew the sound When you were born, the world shut down
they part that sea It'll be a brother and a sister family And in every adventure there's a front row seat Where I'm gonna write it in the scripture of grace and Don't fade away Show me little Rody Can you light my way Open up the window And show the way Need a little grace Come on down We can paint the walls We're gonna paint the town Oh, the rainbows in the window Won't fade away Color in my memory A big thank you to the whole family, Mary, Elliot, Kate, Grace, even Rhody, for hanging out and talking about the song and sharing their story with us. Um, thank you to Eric Brubaker, my bandmate, for sitting down and talking about the song as well. You can find this song uh, and everyone is song volume two on all the streaming sites as well as our website, thesteelwheels.com. Uh, it is all released November 5th. 2021 adventures of grace and henry as a single just came out last week uh so you can stream that and take a listen to that song at your leisure uh please tell everybody you know about this podcast if you enjoy getting down and dirty into the song making with the steel wheels and hearing the stories behind the song i want everybody to thank matt bingay everybody one two three thank you matt bingay from wmra for editing this podcast uh, also, our presenting sponsor is Old Hill Cider from Showalter's Orchard in Timberville, Virginia. Make your plans today to go and visit Showalter's Orchard yourself. It's a lovely family-owned and operated orchard with people who know how to make hard cider in some of the traditional ways, and they know when and where to break the rules and make their own mold. Check out Old Hill Cider at showwaltersorchard.com. You will be glad you did. Well, that's it for today's podcast episode. Thanks for listening. Um, We hope that in this week you find new and various adventures, whether you yourself are isolated alone in a basement working away at a laptop or you're traveling the globe with all kinds of outdoor adventure Um, that you have companions on your way, that you find some sense of beauty, that the rainbows in the window don't fade away, and that you remember we made you a song.